Welcome to Passionate Conversations on a Casual Level. We're your hosts. I'm Brandy. And I'm Justin. Building a home together or making an existing home your dream home is an exciting journey. But with so many decisions to make, it's likely that disagreements will come up. I know we've been there and it's something we continue to face as our personal taste evolves and we're a few homes into our journey. So we'll definitely get into all that. But first, let's get get passionate. I think uh, it's time to get passionate. Let's do it. How are you? I'm good. Let's talk a a little bit about what you're passionate about. Yeah. Well, I was on my walk this morning and... I was listening to a pod, not our pod, not a different ours. pod, <laughs> and I heard this and it like has stuck with me all day and it was the concept of you win and you learn. You don't win and fail. You know, you win and you learn. Yeah. Failing is good. Failing is good. And we've talked about this. We had an episode about failure and how failure is good, like you just said, and it's a, an opportunity to to get better. And I think it's all part of the path you know yeah i think you're kind of doomed to repeat mistakes if you start stop start stop and you know opposed to persevering and reminding yourself that each step is necessary each failure is necessary yes yes and if you're someone like me where just hearing something as small as that like shifts something in my brain for sure it's just yeah, just switching up to win and learn versus win and fail. It's like a huge difference for me. It's awesome. Yeah. How about you? Well, busy, um, busy glass, actually last month um, of crypto. So mm-hmm. jumping back What's into going things. going on in the crypto world? Yeah, since, and this is kind of going for stock market, the stock market too, but since the beginning of the year, it's just been on a really good, run um and a couple and mainly so in in crypto there's a lot of different coins right and the coins are in different sectors and the main sector that's like booming right now is if you can guess it we talked about it well no that's another coin but the sector is ai oh ever since chat gpt came out right and there's even more um, AI protocols that are coming out. The So that's a sector? Yes. There's different tokens that have, it's like an AI base. So it's like a currency for a company that's developing things. Oh, um, it's okay. very hard to wow. explain. That but sounds very complicated. <laughs> yeah. But if you can imagine some of these tokens were, let's just say, five cents in, in December, and the very same ones are like 70, 80 cents today. So right. we're talking more than 10x, 10 times your money. So if you had just $1,000, now you have over $10,000. And we're talking a two-month span. I've just kind of like bought some stuff way back when, when mm-hmm. things were just going down, down, down. And one of them just happened to be AI coin. And... Mm-hmm. I think I put like a thousand into it and by the time everything, you know, went down, it was probably worth like $200. And now all of a sudden overnight, I looked 
I looked right before we jumped on and it's like $2,700. And I was like, oh, okay. And when did you get this? Uh, This would have been probably back in November of last year. So a long time ago. So it lost a ton of value. And then now that AI is like a whole narrative. Yeah. It's completely back. I've been hearing a lot more about, have you been hearing more about Microsoft and I know the last time we talked about it, you said Microsoft was buying. Um, actually, I think it's more that they're investing right? in it, but oh, okay. But yeah, they're continuing that, and you're going to see AI just all over this year. It's, really? It's a big year for AI. Yeah. Wow. We got to do an episode on that. Yeah, we do. We'll have I'm to. So um, curious about it. We'll have to hit a couple different things because. Yes. Maybe um, a two-parter, three-parter. <laughs> no, for sure. There's just so much going on, and. It's, as we talked about, a a gift and a curse. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Stay tuned. Yes. (laughs) All right. So moving along to our main topic today, why don't you clarify a little bit about the the conversation? In the intro, you say building a house together. Um, What we're talking about is, you know, not (laughs) exactly building a house because we haven't done that yet. Where you go and find an empty lot and build a house from scratch, is what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Every one of the homes or or properties that we've been in have existed. (laughs) So the process of building a home in the sense that we're speaking upon is um, decorating the home together and giving it that homey vibe or whatever is home to you. So we're going to be talking about kind of just going through the different transitions of the different homes that we lived in, the different properties. Yes, um, and the the issues that come up when you're living together and trying to furnish a home and making it, because I think we both have, especially when we first moved in together, we had different desires and I don't even think we really vocalized that. We didn't even care really about, no. it was just like whatever. Yeah. And we'll get into it. We will. We will. But first, I did want to start out with asking you because separated from us, you actually deal with a lot of couples when they're buying their house or even just looking. Maybe they don't buy it, but you do often show properties to couples. Um, So what do you see like they that they face? Most of them aren't really considering at, at least a big percentage of them aren't considering what the house is going to look like when it's all furnished, right? The house is either going to be vacant, one of three things, vacant, someone's living there, or it's staged. And when someone else is living there, it's hard to kind of come up with what you would decorate or what it would look like with your things. Oh my God. Yes. That's me. I, (laughs) yeah, I, I cannot. You would just walk away. Yeah. Even if I were to see a blank slate, it's really hard for me to envision what it could be. Right. And maybe that's a lot of other people too. <laughs> yes, but there are certain people that can visualize that. And yeah. most of the time, it is one or the other. It's either the the woman or the man, you know, or one of the partners yeah. that is very strong-willed um, and, and wants to take on the project. So... Okay, um, so there's one kind of dominating. Yeah, that. I definitely feel like it's more geared towards women who feel like they know what they want to do with the space. 
Mm. Most of the time, the men are just like, I don't care. Just as long as there's a garage or as long as there's a yard. Yeah. Um, they're kind of just checked out of the whole. The whole process. Yeah. That's funny, though, because you're the opposite of that. Well, <laughs> kind of comes with the business. You no, know? it reminds me of this one time. I think uh, we were at a friend's house and I don't know if you remember this, but they were talking about paint and they ha- they were talking about like the different colors. Or, like she was talking about what colors she wanted to paint and he's like she's mentioning all these different shades of like blush or some sort of like color pink color and you were like oh yeah this this and this like you named the color do you remember that or no not necessarily no oh okay (laughs) and anyway it was just like oh my god you're so like you really do care about even just like the paint color yeah yeah it makes a huge difference (laughs) (laughs) But let's go ahead and and run through a little bit of our journey. Yeah. Well, first, let me ask you, like, now we are in our home that we both feel like is home to us. What would you say is, like, really important to you? Say, if I were to go shopping today for a home, Mm -hmm. one of the pain points of this home is the office's location. The office location is right next to the kitchen and downstairs where everyone spends their time. So like when it is time for me to work at home, it makes it a little difficult to be around. Okay. So that would be that would that right now. Right now. So what most people, the question I ask most people when they decide to go shopping is say, what are you looking to change most about your current living situation? Mm -hmm. Because most people are moving for that very reason. Got it. Got it. Okay. So an office is important to you. Yeah. So if you were to make a move now, what would you want to change most about your current uh, living situation? <laughs> what I would want to change? Um, probably a bigger living room area. Okay. It's pretty big, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, We've tried to shuffle in different seatings and we're like, there's not enough space. Yeah. So I, I really do love our floor plan and we'll get into it. Um, but something that's really important to me is safety. Yeah. And just as a woman, I think it's even more prevalent in my mind, like the safety aspect. And we do live on a main street. Which brings just random happenings. Yes. And um, yeah, we could have a whole nother podcast on the happenings (laughs) that have happened. (laughs) We'll we'll get into that. But all right. So let's just jump right into it. Let's do it. Okay. So we start out with our little apartment in Pasadena. One bedroom, one bath, just you and I. And this is our first place together as I moved from Northern California. Yep. This was at the end of 2013. Yeah. And that apartment cost us $12.50 a month. Yes. And it was, yeah, walking distance from Old Town. Yeah. Which was crazy. Yeah. It was probably about a 15 minute, 20 minute walk. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Um, It was an an old, I would say, yeah, older building. Yeah, I think the story is that it wasn't because back in the day they would build these really big homes here in Pasadena. And at some point that home had got pretty much like chopped into a bunch of little units 
which mm-hmm. is very common. Yeah, um, you do see a lot of those around here. Yeah, so had a lot of charm, a lot of good vibes, and it was a good time. It was. It was so cute. Um, Everyone always told us whenever they came visit, oh, my God, it's so cute. Yeah, it was really <laughs> tiny, but it, <laughs> it worked for us, you know? It was just us and, and our dog. Yeah. <laughs> but do you remember the the floor like it kind of was uneven oh definitely yeah (laughs) and then like the kitchen um you could only open the fridge so much or it would like hit the oh yeah the the stove oh yeah that's right something like that yes yes but that is where we welcomed lily yep we split up our room so that uh half the room would be like her little nursery and the other half would be ours and it's actually really cute (laughs) Because you actually did a really cute, like, um, clouds and hot air balloons, which we now have in Camden's room. And it's not funny. We actually have a room for him, and it's not even done. (laughs) (laughs) I had a lot more time for DIY stuff back then, that's for sure. And I think I even made – do you remember the floating nightstand that I made you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was uh, (gasps) – It was, yeah, well, so it was like a, how would you even describe it? So I bought wood. I had a lot of time on my hands here. (laughs) So I bought wood from Home Depot and I had this idea of just making like a nightstand for you because you were like, we didn't have one and there was really no room for it. So I got rope and wood and sanded down this wood really nice and like, literally hammered and nailed it together oh my god and then stained it and then i drilled holes to tie the rope at three corners and then i like braided the the rope at the top yes so that it would connect to the ceiling so it was like a floating night it was really really cute yeah oh my gosh what the heck you gotta make <laughs> me something else where Ain't nobody is got this time justin for that. <laughs> i miss this justin <laughs> He's long gone. (laughs) Oh, no. Do you remember the little mailboxes, too, we had on our wall? Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was cute. Did we ever actually use them, though? We did. We would um, put notes to each other of, like, different things that we wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that was cute. Yeah, we were pretty creative back then. We were. (laughs) Don't worry, guys. It it goes all downhill from here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, so we didn't really discuss our desires, right? Or, like, our tastes. No, it was, like... We we basically had a lot of stuff from your mom's old place, I believe, or your old apartment. Oh yeah, it was from that my was old like apartment. Just yeah, hanging around, and mm-hmm. then I remember your mom took us to like Bed Bath and Beyond or something, yeah, and like and hooked just... us up with like a bunch of stuff. Yeah, um, it was definitely like we were just grateful to have things. Things, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Wow. I'm just thinking <laughs> back on that. <laughs> All right. So we have Lily. And yeah, I think from... This was a shocker for me because we never talked about like, what's our next move or, you know, um, what our aspirations were at that time of going to the next place. We didn't. And then wow. all of a sudden, Lily was born and I feel like it was like, maybe seven days after that you were like yeah we need another place like this is way (laughs) too small and I was like what 
I, I like I'm comfortable here, you know, like, oh, my, you were so comfortable. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like I, I told you thinking, yeah, right. We do. We need a bigger place. <laughs> <laughs> you just look at me. Guys, if I wouldn't have said anything, I think we still would have been there. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. 1250 shoot no yeah you were very comfortable with the price <laughs> it was yeah it was very at that time it wasn't easy to make the payments but it was still like all right this is super doable um and then so what did, so you thought like what you're crazy we don't we can't move oh i remember right? i pushed back really hard yeah. because it was like that comfortability for sure mm -hmm. and but then it was like okay this is what you want. Like yeah. we're gonna do it. Yeah. So we started looking. Started looking. We were renting. We we're gonna going to continue to rent. So yeah. we were looking like on Trulia, I believe, is what mm -hmm. we used back then. And we found this cute little place. It was a triplex, mm -hmm. and it was like a back. Yeah, it was the back bottom unit. So it mm -hmm. had a backyard, which we didn't have. A before. side yard. Sure. A little side back yard. Back side yeah. yard. Mm -hmm. Um, which we didn't have before yeah. and a little more privacy. And so, but when we were looking at it, um, I think we started our budget like at 1800 or 1900. And then you come to me and you're like, oh my God, this one is 2100 and it's perfect. And oh, wow, I don't remember this. <laughs> yeah. Really? And I was like, 2100? <laughs> How are we ever going to do 2100? um and yeah because we were paying 1250 at the time so yeah, yeah so i mean we're talking about like an 80 percent increase yeah you know um so that was definitely shocking and took me a little while to get over that hump but we put the application in the landlord really liked us and yeah so she actually was from seattle right yeah she was based in seattle and she had this triplex that mm -hmm. she was managing I thought that was always really cool because you and her kind of. Yeah. And the husband too. The I husband. still keep up with them. Yeah. They're really nice. They own a lot of properties too. Yeah. And there was a nice family that lived in the front house, which to me, that house was really nice. Yeah. To like see every day. Right. <laughs> yeah. It was like a front for our little right. janky duplex in the back. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a really nice couple upstairs actually. Now that I remember they were adopting yeah but this place <laughs> was two bedrooms and one full bath with a bathtub and um yes. a shower too right two bedroom yeah one bath mm -hmm. with a shower um we did so at this point i think i wanted to start maybe vocalizing some desires that i had mm -hmm. but i didn't know what even they were <laughs> like i just I think we try, we base we often would like change our setup around in the living room. Like, no, put the TV here. No, put the TV there. Yeah. I it was, I don't one like of those, the way it is. It was one of those long living rooms. Like I've seen a lot of houses and, and this mm -hmm. every once in a while I'll see this, but it's just an awkward shape to where almost no matter where you put everything, you're wasting space. And so that was the case oh, here too. Right, so yeah. we were just constantly, I remember like three or four times um, trying to find the right space yeah. for the furniture. Yeah. And I was working a lot and I just 
I knew it didn't feel like home necessarily, but I just, I wasn't ready to put any effort into like, you know, try and make it the best for us. I was just like, all right. No, you were on the grind. Um, But again, I remember the centerpiece for that place for me was uh, I found this guy who makes coffee tables and oh my god yeah you're bringing up all this stuff i don't even remember (laughs) (laughs) you have such a great memory (laughs) um and i think it was like i don't know like 200 dollars or something which seemed like a lot at the time and we had this like custom coffee table he was in santa clarita or somewhere right palmdale right yeah something like that i went all the way over there to get it and got it and it looked i thought it looked really good Um, wait so he made it yeah for us and that was our coffee. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm just piecing <laughs> this all together. <laughs> no, it was all, someone else's. It's all coming back to me. <laughs> and so I remember when we first got that, it had like the sharpest corners in the world. And I'm like, oh my gosh, our daughter's going to like <laughs> take out an eye. So definitely baby proof that yeah. super quick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got a couple rugs there. Um, I do have a few photos actually from that house when, when everything got put together okay um i can't remember the kitchen the kitchen was kind of more of an open well yeah. it was a lot more than what we it were. was a lot more spacious it was probably 50 percent bigger so yeah we had a i remember we did have a lot of cabinets mm-hmm. storage yeah, that was our first like real a... kitchen because mm-hmm. the other one like and we I had said. a little yeah seating area yeah right yeah, yeah it was cute um but yeah still like we hadn't really defined our style and we just had a a hodgepodge of stuff that we brought from the old place yes and we're trying to mix and match yes yeah um but it was like the theme was just meh meh yes (laughs) i agree so how did we go from there to our third so okay so home ownership (laughs) yeah yeah so i believe again you started to on you know i don't think you actually complained about where we're living but we're we knew we were paying a lot of rent we were and we started to get the idea of buying and at this point i only had been in real estate for maybe two years or so and as i mentioned very often it's hard when you're first getting started um so it wasn't like i had reached this awesome success maybe even i was even closer to like four years but just part-time on and off right um so i still it wasn't very clear to me like how we would qualify to buy a house and yeah and stuff like that but, but i remember i did tell you yeah i think i was like okay i'm ready like let's let's buy a home (laughs) yeah let's see what we can do Mm -hmm. and actually your your dad started to put the idea in our head and he was used to be a a mortgage lender so he actually started crunching numbers with us and said hey i think you guys can actually do this yeah and then i want to say i mean it happened pretty quickly because you were doing a showing or you were doing an open house i don't know you were doing something on a sunday or saturday Mm -hmm. and my dad sent me a Redfin um, link, link, 
and it was to this townhome in West Covina for what was it? Three seventy five. Three seventy five. Three hundred seventy five thousand, and um, it was on an open house. So as soon as he sent it, I was like, "Oh, let's go see it." You were obviously working, so I just made my way over there um, and went with him, and we went in, we saw it, and I remember being like, oh my gosh, this is obviously going from what we were coming from. I'm like, this is great because we have a lot, still more space. Three beds, three baths. Three beds, yeah. Over 1,400 square feet. Yeah. So There was a lot of, of potential, I would say. Yeah, it was, well... I'll say that so you guys saw it during the open house. You said, Hey, you you should really see this. So being an agent, I actually called the agent and was like, Hey, you know, my wife came by or my girlfriend at the <laughs> yeah, time came by yeah. <laughs> earlier and checked it out. Um, would really like to see it. You know, we're serious about buying. And he said, Yeah, come on by, you know, let let's let's take a look. And so I saw it with him. I believe that night and the yeah. first thing I remember I walked through the door and like got smacked with cigarette smell yes yeah, so at the open house they had a ton of those air fresheners those plug-ins yeah and the doors were open yeah so I'm sure that's why we didn't really notice the smell mm-hmm and then so when you went like it was it wasn't aired out there was no freshener right so and the other thing that caught my eye was that there was green carpet everywhere um, (laughs) in the bathrooms even. Um, And so the story behind this was there was original owner, the guy lived there since like the seventies and he literally smoked in the house all the time. Yeah. And so nonetheless, I talked to the agent and at that time I just wanted to get our offer accepted um i was less concerned about representing us and getting commission when you're an agent sometimes you'll just say like it doesn't matter to me if i get commission on this i rather us just get the place right so i actually told him hey there was a lot of competition right there was there was uh there was like four or five offers yeah i think that's why it seemed like it was going super quick because yeah, they had offers, but I told him, hey, are you representing anyone? And he wasn't. And I said, well, represent me and this will be the easiest sale you ever have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, and yeah, I mean, it, it. the one surprise that we did have with that house was when we were going into it, our mortgage they were telling us was going to be like $2,800, which from... 2100 to 28 that was a significant jump Mm -hmm. again and we were kind of concerned about it and i remember like two days before closing they told us our payment was going to be like 3400 dollars because of the pmi right because yes because we were doing a fha loan which is the minimum down payment and my credit wasn't great at the time but so they take the lowest credit yeah and so they had to add mortgage insurance which was crazy it was like like 500 dollars a month Mm -hmm. and so yeah our payment was we were kind of in shock and like how the heck are we going to do this yeah um we still went but it was it. it was way too late to turn around 
because we already had removed all our contingencies. Yeah. And- so there was a couple of things. There was the smoke <laughs> that we were concerned about, like that it wasn't going to go away mm-hmm. or how were we going to get this away? And then it was the, the payment. Yep. So why don't you tell them, our listeners, how um, the smoke, you were able to like clear it out. Yeah. So the plan with this property was to completely, you know, redo it, definitely needed to do new flooring and new paint. Um, and we wanted to do a new kitchen. So I brought in my contractor early on and said like, Hey, you smell this, right? Like, can <laughs> we get this out? You just tell me, yes, we can get this out and we're going to move forward. Yeah. This and- is towards the beginning then of the of the well this is in escrow yeah i wanted to make sure and i was assured reassured many times that the smoke was going to go away and i i didn't necessarily believe it because i was kind of freaking out about it so we started the remodel they stripped everything they actually scrubbed the walls with bleach which is a common thing that you can do to try to remove Mm -hmm. uh, the smoke smell and we removed all the carpets Everything. It was everything. just bare bones. The floor was cement and everything was was bare. So I would go to the house pretty much every day as they're remodeling it. Yeah. And just like back to me. <laughs> I would continue to give updates and say, still smells like smoke. Yeah. Um, and so it and it's wasn't funny because I remember telling or, you know, my parents were a long you know, this was like our first home. So they were like advising us and really being there to support us. And I remember my dad was like, don't worry about it. Just, you know, leave some windows open, go get some food, bring it back, you know, like, it'll be fine. But yeah, we were like, no, we got to get this smell. Yeah, I remember I was definitely more obsessed with it than anybody. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it must have been like a month into the remodel when they put the floors in and they had repainted. Um, and a- along the same time, I had decided that that smell wasn't going to go away with whatever treatment they were doing. So I had contacted a guy that does what's called thermofogging. Oh, that's right. And this process is reserved for when there's fires in homes or just really horrible smells. And I won't go into the details of how it extracts the smoke smell, but it's very, very interesting science behind it. So I had this guy out and he thermofogged the house and he told me like, no, bro, it's, it's for sure not going to smell. And you have to air out the house for about two days because they run it through the AC ducts. Mm -hmm. And I came back after two days, opened the door and said, damn it. I can still smell it. Oh my gosh. And so I called the guy back and I was like, dude, you said it would go away. He's like, no, don't worry, man. I'll come back out. We'll get rid of it. Comes back, does like a double dose. And then I remember we kind of, we went away or something and we left the windows open for, Mm -hmm. I think three days. And when we came back, it It was was gone. gone. (laughs) And it was like a demon had left the house. And I just remember thinking, like, thank God. And, you know, I would still, like, people would come over for the first time and I'd be like, 
you don't smell smoke, do you? <laughs> <laughs> you were obsessed. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, because you were there like all the time. All the time. I would stop by like every day after work. Um, to check on the progress. Yeah. For sure. So we we planned on remodeling the kitchen. That was like a big focus of ours. Yeah. So this is where we could kind of get into the details. So yeah. we got to actually choose, you know, do we want white cabinets, gray cabinets? Um, that This is like my first time. Yeah. yeah. The backsplash, the floor, you know, what kind of flooring we were going to get. Mm-hmm. And so I remember we, you pretty much did let me take the reins on that. Yeah. You took the lead. Um, so we had a really cool design, but it was definitely more if I had to describe the kitchen and the whole feel of the house, it was more like a industrial, like modern townhome. Yes, which I remember everyone that would come over, they 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 really liked it. And I really liked it too. It just still didn't feel like me or like mm-hmm. us. It just was like, yeah, this is nice. Yeah. Um, but I did really love the brick backsplash that we did choose for the kitchen. Yeah. Like I thought that was a really cool element it's hard to nail brick too like with a backsplash it has to be really classy otherwise it looks tacky and we did get a good one yeah we'll have to share some pictures because i i even want to see them (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so the contractor did you know him before or or this was their first time working with him well first time working with him on our project but i knew him from oh that's right um the group that i was working with yeah Okay, so he helped with the kitchen, and we ended up going with laminate right? yeah, flooring. Yeah, some laminate flooring that was a little more higher end because laminate, if you go cheap, it looks like – it just looks really fake. Um, but yeah. if you go higher end, then it looks nice and glossy, and it has a unique look about it. So yeah. this was kind of pricey um, flooring, but it was like a grayish – I did like – like the flooring too and a lot of people really liked it yeah as well and i thought it was real (laughs) the great thing about it is like it's just super durable so yes and we had our dog yeah so yeah it was perfect for him definitely um so outside of that that's that's really all we did was floor i mean not all we did we did floor baseboards and kitchen Paint, right? Um, paint, or was that sure. already done? No, we painted everything and then we had recessed lighting put into right. Um, yeah, and then we had our friend Lindsay kind of come up with a plan, right? Yeah, and design. we did some of it. So she definitely helped with a lot of the initial design and we kind of took her idea and, and ran with it. Yeah. Um, but definitely ninety nine percent of what we did was inspired by you know, and she was just starting her design business at that time. So. Yeah. Well, I know we had a little bar area that we, do you remember that? It was by the kitchen. Yeah, it was she, a wet ended, bar. Mm-hmm. There you go. Wet bar. And we had like this backsplash on it, which was cool too. Do you yeah. remember what that was? Yeah. It was, like it was a, a really cool uh, mosaic backsplash. Yeah. And it looked really nice. Yeah. But I remember her design was cool because it was like, we were always working towards that was like eventually we'll complete everything that you know she came up with because we like we would need to tear down the kitchen wall to make it bigger mm-hmm. um but obviously money at the time was was yeah. tight and i remember the contractor telling us 
Oh, because we wanted to do the bathrooms too. The bathrooms were not remodeled. Yeah. So the contractor did say like, hey, you guys should just do everything now because one thing he sees all the time is people start with a remodel and then they move in and then they don't finish. Yep. So like once you move in, you're just like, I don't want to deal with it. And that was definitely us. (laughs) Yeah, that. And then I remember at the time, I mean, we had like, I think, and it's so funny to talk about now, but we had like, I think between 18 and like $22,000 that we wanted to spend on a remodel. And the fact that we got floors, lighting, kitchen. Oh, is that crazy now? Oh, yeah. It's super crazy. Like, what would you say something like that would cost now? At least 40. Are you serious? Yeah, at least. Um, Because of inflation? Inflation and just, yeah, contractors charging different prices. Um, So it it definitely, he said at that time, well, you're going to spend at least 35 or 40 if we did the bathrooms. And we're like, there's just no way. Yeah. We couldn't do it. No, no, no. no. Um, We're like, we're waiting on that. (laughs) But yeah, but even at this house, I think we, we started, as we settled in, we were there two and a half, almost three years. Um, we started to settle in and this is kind of where our designs or our, our ideas of what we wanted began to clash. Um, mm-hmm. because <laughs> when we went shopping together, I think we would find things that worked and also you would, I, I feel like it, it was kind of like biased of me constantly because I had the idea of like, okay, this design of this house is industrial, modern, right? Yeah. And then you would pick something and say like, what about this? And it would be more like eclectic or it would be more like farmhouse. Yeah, I didn't. At this point, I did not know the difference that there was like (laughs) farmhouse. Like, I'm just like, I don't even know what you're saying. I just like this. (laughs) Right. And I'm like, I like it too. Just not in our house. (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh I remember going and actually picking something out I want to say it was like artwork bringing it back home and being like hey can you hang this up and you legit said no you're like this is not going up (laughs) no 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 (laughs) don't even try to downplay it (laughs) no we we talked about it for a couple minutes I was like no like this doesn't go and then I was like you know what let me just put it up and, and let you see what I'm talking about and then sure enough, I put it up and you were like, all right, you're right. It doesn't go. <laughs> a lot of trial and error and a lot of frustration. I want to say I was really frustrated yeah, during you, this process. Of you definitely this. felt that um, I was kind of like, you know, poo-pooing your ideas. Yeah, I felt like I couldn't make any decisions on like my house. Right. <laughs> right. And... <laughs> I explained many times, like, no, and just it makes, not the style. Yeah, yeah. And I get it now. I'm like, okay. But at the time, I guess maybe if there was more communication around it, like, I could have understood. I just was yeah. like. And I probably didn't. We didn't know what was going on. Like, I was still figuring out these things, too. So, All right. Can we talk about living across the street from the HOA president? Oh, my God. <laughs> We'll briefly touch on that, but yeah, so this was a townhome and when you live in a HOA or townhome or a condo, there's an HOA homeowners association. Yeah. 
and there's always a president and yeah. the president is always somebody who lives in the community yeah. so when we oh, first quick note that added to our high payment by the way yeah the hoa, the HOA was, was like really cool <laughs> place it had like a river running through it and, it was yeah it was really nice um but yeah not 500 dollars <laughs> um so we move in and along the first couple of days you know this older lady comes and starts talking to us and she's just one of those like know-it-alls you know mm -hmm. like you can't tell her nothing and and she has to like be in charge of everything yeah and so we we <laughs> naturally hated her immediately <laughs> and just yeah she was like blatantly racist too she was and i remember we were planning lily's birthday party at the clubhouse and you were communicating with her about reserving reserving and she was going to show us the clubhouse and I believe that you were confirming the date that she was going to show us and she like went off on you in a way. Remember she said something like, oh, when I confirm, it's confirmed. Like it doesn't need to go on my, my Oh, that's right. Say? That's exactly right. Yeah, basically, because I mean, in my world, I confirm everything because people flake often. Yeah. And you were confirming. With she her, basically yeah. was like, mofo, you don't need to yeah confirm with me yeah <laughs> so she told you yeah and then i think when she were, we were touring the uh clubhouse and you made a comment that you liked it i think and she said something like yeah you got it kiddo <laughs> no, no 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 i don't think that was when she used kiddo i think um oh my god i wish i can remember but this memory of yours. I know what I do remember is um, is that I called you after we toured it because you weren't on the tour with us, and I called you like I was so pissed and was like, I can't believe her, and I don't even know what she said, and you were calming me down. But one of the things was that she called me kiddo, <laughs> but I, I can't remember what the whole thing was. Yeah. But I just was like, she called me kiddo, like. That's yeah. so condescending. Yeah, she was a real um, pain in the neck, <sighs> put it lightly. Yeah, so anyway. So fast forward yeah. um, to one of the reasons why we moved <laughs> on top of that was I think your your grandma came over or like you visited your grandma and she gave you some like little pink flamingos <laughs> and we you just happened to put them like in the front yard um, of our place and oh, yeah. <laughs> for like two days. And like, they were something like cute for the, for Lily that we wanted to put out yeah. there. And like, it was summer, temporarily. Yeah, it was yeah. summer. And so like within, within three days, we had a notice on our front door that basically said, take the flamingos down <laughs> yeah. in like four days or else we'll find you. Yeah, and I'm like, what? I yeah. fucking hate this place. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and that was it for you. And so. once again, I was caught super off guard because at this point, when with all the added things we did to the house, we were able to refinance the house and take our payment from like 35 to like 26. Yeah, because we got the PMI off, right? Yeah, the PMI came off. And 
we refinanced and we were in like a great spot and i was like we just got this sweet payment like five months ago and you want to you want to move right so for people that may not be as familiar with refinancing because i think it really helped us is an appraiser comes and basically appraises your the value of your house and because we had renovated it it added value, right? Yeah. Right? So our, our initial loan, because we paid three seventy five, was like three fifty ish because mm-hmm. we put three percent down. And so with the added, um, the remodel and then the market appreciated, then they appraised the place at like four thirty or something like that, uh, four forty, which was enough. I don't remember the exact amount, but it was yeah. enough to take off the mortgage insurance because once you're at 80%, 80-20 loan to value, mm-hmm. um, that's where you qualify to have that removed. Got it. Okay. Yeah. We weren't quite there, but we had a special loan that actually allowed us to take it off at 15% loan to value. Ah, okay. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. So then the flamingo incident happened. Yeah. And you started basically saying like, it's time to move. Yeah. Well, then also we found out we were pregnant. We did. Yeah. We did. And that was, we did have enough space, I feel like. Um, But it was definitely a a factor. But I was like, are you kidding? (laughs) (laughs) Because we had, of course, our room upstairs and we had Lily's room and then we had the guest room is what you'd call it because there wasn't actually any doors. Yeah. The doors had been removed, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it was like a loft. Yeah. So again, it was something in me that was like, nope, let's go. <laughs> yep. Yep. And so I said, all right, well, if we're going to sell this, we're going to do it the exact right way because this is what I do for a living. Mm-hmm. So you actually... And, and the, one of the biggest pain points for me back then trying to get the house ready to sell was our dog, Niner. He had hair that dropped <laughs> everywhere. So I just was like, we're not going to have him around to yeah. drop hair if we're going to paint this place and prep it to sell. So long story short, you went and stayed. You took like an extended vacation to my yes. mom's mm-hmm. in Roseville. And I prepped the property to sell and got it painted. You got it staged. Got it staged. We moved all of our stuff. Most of our stuff. We, we put a lot of our stuff in storage and we just kind of worked with minimal amount of our stuff. Yeah. How was that for you? Because you were actually staying there. Oh, it was it was a wreck for sure. Like, like I, you felt like you couldn't use anything? No, for sure. It was So when we put it on the market, it was fully staged you know, some of our stuff, but I, I was slept on a blow up mattress and I would just literally blow it up every night, go to sleep, wake up, unblow it, <laughs> deflate it. Were you lonely? S- super. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I had one of my good friends, um, that oh, was on yeah. my team helping me too. And so it was, it was cool. And we ended up, um, you know, making much more, money on the house than we ever expected yes which it all worked out yeah and we um yeah during that time one of the last places we looked at which i didn't even know would be ours because i thought we were looking for a potential client of yours so the 
same contractor that helped with a remodel of our townhome was selling a home that he had restored in Pasadena and basically asked you if you had any clients that yeah. would want it. I was on a job in Temple City and I needed him to paint something for me. So I called him out. I met him there. And this is just by chance too, because I hadn't I hadn't spoken to him in like months, maybe five, six, seven months. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, Hey, by the way, I have this place coming up in Pasadena if you want to go see it. And I said, Well, we're, you know, kind of looking for a place. Um, where's it at? Yeah. And so he gave us the address and I remember I just called you because I had to do a couple other things like, hey, if you're out and about as a Friday, right. why don't you meet me at this place? And then we'll have dinner. Yeah. Local. Yeah. I remember that. And I remember seeing it and walking in and it just felt so charming. I loved everything about it. Yeah. We were like, definitely love at first sight with this house. Yes. Yes. And, um super unique super unique and we go into more detail about how we really like i feel manifested this house um i believe it was in our manifestation episode mm -hmm. um but what i really want to dig into is like our style here and so it is a Vic victorian home um it was built in 1890 so it's like over 100 years old well over well over 100 years old <laughs> at this point <laughs> and um you'd never know it <laughs> when you're inside no it feels feels the really nice the way that they restored it it's a modern victorian home and it's restored with character and and everything is still intact but it doesn't feel old yeah it doesn't feel like it's yeah over 100 years old right and so we saw it staged and that was really good for us to kind of get an idea of what we were gonna do yes and this was the first time that we actually ever had discussed like this is how we want to decorate our yeah. place yeah like this is the plan to furnish yeah so it was really nice because we could just mirror exactly what the stager did mm-hmm and you actually reached out to her to see if we could buy any of the, the stuff that she had because we loved everything about it. We're like, if we could have it exactly the way it is <sighs> without like the – there were certain things, obviously, like the beds and stuff, but – Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, I was a fan of where everything was placed but not necessarily the furniture. Yeah, so we loved – I remember like the bar stools in the kitchen – um, she couldn't sell us those, but she told us where to get them. Mm -hmm. So we went to World Market and got them. Yeah, World Market, if you're looking and you like want really nice stuff for cheap, World Market is super solid. Yeah, it which is. Which I never knew. We, we, never... we discovered with this house, we discovered like what bottom tier furniture is, mm -hmm. what top tier, like all these different stores. Yeah, yeah. And seeing it stage really helped too because just thinking about the space and I was just talking earlier about our living room. I feel like it's smaller. So we do have to kind of. This is not a smaller living room for the record. It's not. I feel like it's a smaller living room. Definitely not. But to you, smaller. <laughs> sure. 
Uh, okay, well, anyway, um, the even just looking at the carpet, like we the colors, like we loved the colors. We knew like black and um, like an off white. And we even had like some pink and brown, like just different colors that it would be hard for me to imagine. Like if you were to be like, hey, let's do these colors. It'd really be hard for me to imagine what that looked like. But seeing it, I knew, okay, let's stick to those colors. Yeah. And we did that even with our room. I remember we went to, I believe it was West Elm. Mm -hmm. And we took pictures of, or obviously the pictures were on like Redfin. And we saw the pictures of um, the room that she had staged and all the different colors. And we knew based off of that what to get for a carpet, like what's going to go, what's not going to go. And we actually got a bed set that we ended up returning because it didn't go. Remember that? You got We got one that you chose from a different place. Oh, yeah. It was like supposed to be a Victorian. Oh, yeah. Like, that does not go. We were, <laughs> yeah. So we were like in between mid-century modern decor and farmhouse like victorian farmhouse and so there was a lot of back and forth on this house there for was. sure and again that battle raged on between us <laughs> you think? but yeah i think there was like that victorian bed set for sure like i thought that was going to be perfect and then we never actually ordered it. We ordered it, but then like we started to look at the space and we're like, you know what? It's not going to work. It's just not going to work. Mm -hmm. And I conceded like, yeah, I my bad. Yes, yes. And I remember we even had a spreadsheet. Oh, yeah. That and was super helpful. It, yeah, it was helpful because we were able to like put down what we wanted and like realistically, what are we going to get? What can we afford? What are we going to save for later? for the future. So everything that went into this, I feel like we wholeheartedly like talked about and made a decision on and nothing is just thrown in, you know? No, no, definitely not. Yeah. And I remember with this house thinking long-term it was on a main street. And the only reason we got this house, if you want to hear more about it, definitely the manifesting episode. It's a great story. Um, but the only reason we got it is because the buyer before us canceled. And it being on a main street was kind of a deterrent for a little bit for us. But I looked into the zoning and you can actually build up to potentially six units on this property, which was like, holy, holy jackpot. Yeah, that was cool. Um, so, you know, the long-term plan is to build at least two more structures on the property and have some rental income and then eventually move somewhere else. But that was initially, it's just a really good sized lot here in Pasadena. And that was definitely for me outside of the, the house being so cool. It was just like a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. To know that we were going to have the ability to build beyond this was, yeah, was cool. And we have a ton of yard space. Yep, both front and back. Yeah, and we actually have a little pocket that's really private where no neighbors can see, like, mm -hmm. behind us or the sides. And so 
we actually went um, through this company called Yardzen, yeah. which you knew about. Um, and they got pictures of our space and then they asked us some questions about like, I think figuring out the kind of our style. And anyway, we have a blueprint. Is that what you call it? Is <laughs> yeah. it a blueprint or a design? Yeah, it's a design blueprint, sure. <laughs> um, and so when we are ready, we know exactly like what kind of flowers we want, what, you know, like, I don't know, a bunch of other things that we were looking to. Yeah, just the details the are details. in place. Um, a little fountain, seating area with a fire pit. Yeah. And there's some different few, options. Yeah, quite a few cool little uh, features there. Yeah. So now we have the details if we want to move forward. We know exactly what we want and it's a shared vision of ours so that eliminates a lot of arguments yeah but then we still have the argument of like do we continue to put money into this house or do we just build an adu and rent it out and move to another place right right <laughs> so it's a constant struggle that's for sure it is it is but what i love about this house is that it is completely restored completely renovated would you say yeah, hundred percent. So it's new foundation, new plumbing, new electrical, new. So this is everything. the first time I think that we're in a place like this where we don't have to, other than keep up, you know, and maintain. Yeah, it's still a very old structure, mm -hmm. and we've had many little things crop up, um, and some not so little things. But yeah, no, but it's been <laughs> nice because there was a, our bathrooms are actually. Um, they're not what I probably would have chose if I was like looking to design a bathroom, but I'm so glad that it's like that because it's really grown on me and I really love it. Like, what would you say the, um, the name of the tile or like the style of the bathroom? Yeah, it's hard to say. It's, it's, um, it's definitely has like some Victorian elements to it. It's yeah, but also kind of Spanish. It's like a black and white tile. Yes, with has, gold finishings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a cool. bit, it, it was a bit loud for me. Definitely I was like, loud. Whoa, like, no, I don't like this, but I really like it now. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the bottom line is when you're building a home together, um, you're not always going to have these aligning ideas, and everyone's expectations are going to be in a different spot. So the art of compromising or explaining your position uh, will certainly help you through these crucial decisions. And honoring both of our desires. Yeah. Right? And being aware of what's important to us. Absolutely. Yes. So that's a wrap, guys. Thanks so much for listening, as always. And if you're new here, why don't you take a couple minutes to write us a quick review and let us know what resonated with you over on our podcast and thanks so much if you already have left us a review we really appreciate it and if you want to keep up with us and see some of our daily shenanigans <laughs> go over to at the gorgeous podcast give us a follow and let us know what you liked about the episodes we'll catch you all next week until next time stay inspired